0: What's up, folks? What's going on? Welcome to the Spun Today podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz. Thank you in advance for listening. I'm recording this episode on May 8th, 2017, and it is to vault it for future use at a future date that is still yet uh, to be known to myself. And um, eventually, when you guys are listening to this, then this is the date that I decided to drop it. Pretty much, I um, save... Uh, certain types of episodes that are quote-unquote timeless in the sense that I'm not referencing any like current events or anything like that Uh, for uh, future use in case I'm ever unable to record an episode in time for my bi-weekly releases. And that could be for literally any reason, you know, sickness, uh, family-related stuff or just, I feel lazy as fuck and don't feel like recording anything. But as they say, the show must go on. There was a previous episode of the podcast that, if everything goes as planned, should have been released prior to this one, which was also a vaulted episode that encompassed four past Spun Today questionnaires that have been filled out. And this is a continuation of that. And exhibiting four more. So in this episode, I share a throwback montage of four Spun Today questionnaires that have been filled out in the past. Why not have a single episode that centralizes all the tips, motivation, tools, and tricks adopted by fellow writers and creatives? If you'd like to partake in filling out your own questionnaire, check it out at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. Thanks again to Amy Marcello, a person that chose to remain anonymous, Joshua Robertson, and Elaine Almonte, which are the features of this re-release episode. Amy Marcello is a writer. The person that chose to remain anonymous is also a writer. Joshua Robertson is also a writer, a fantasy writer to be specific, and Elaine Almonte is also a writer and a friend and a designer slash event planner. Now the actual questionnaire that I've referenced uh, plenty of times in the past is a five question questionnaire that, as I state on the landing page, quote, if your responses could potentially spark inspiration in someone else, why not share that, end quote. And I designed the questions in a way that I myself or the, and the listeners rather, of the sponsored podcast can gain something from it. You kind of sort of get a glimpse into the creative process of someone else that that's um into the same sort of things that you're into, as well as the humanizing of them in terms of finding out what else they're into, like you know TV shows that they watch or movies and other hobbies that they have. You're also able to pick up on practical. Uh, motivational tips and tools that they may use for themselves to get themselves to do what they want to be doing and pursue what they want to be pursuing um, in the way that they do and in a digestible way that you can then take for yourself and see if you can apply it to your own life and see what the results are thereafter. Now, the five questions are, and again, you can find these at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. The five questions are, number one, relating to your craft, do you remember the first thing that you wrote or created? If so, what was it? Question two, what inspired you to write or create? Question three, what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? This could be anything from what you're currently reading, a show you're, you're watching, to something you're experimenting with, etc. Question four, if you get yourself to sit down, I'm sorry, (laughs) how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? That's a a key question to me, in my opinion. I love to see people's take on that it's something that all, all creatives and specifically all writers deal with. And lastly, question five, do you have any advice for other writers or creators, whether they're new, seasoned or otherwise? Then, of course, you have the option to remain anonymous if you choose to. Um, and if not, then I definitely give you a shout out. You know, I'll plug your your blog or your Twitter account, etc. And, you know, all this shit is free of charge, obviously. It's a win-win. You know, you get to p- promote your stuff for free to these Spun Today podcast listeners. And the Spun Today podcast listeners and myself uh, gain from your insight. And that's pretty much it, folks. I'm not sure when, again, I'll... Uh, be needing to use this episode but when I do I hope you guys uh, enjoy it and once again thanks to Amy Marcello the person that chose to remain anonymous Joshua Robertson and Elaine Almonte without further ado here are their questionnaires now the first uh, person that uh, submitted a questionnaire this week uh chose to remain anonymous so i'm not going to say the person's name or anything like that or where you can contact them if you would like to but i like all others i am going to read their uh answers to the questionnaire obviously to help you know share their insights and uh their tips uh with other people uh that could you know hopefully have a ripple effect of motivation for others including myself. Okay. Question number one is relating to your craft. Do you remember the first thing that you ever wrote or created? And this anonymous person stated the very first thing that I remember creating was a mini book in first grade. I drew pictures and had to write a story to go with them. I think I still have it somewhere. It was plain awful. (laughs) I cannot draw but i remember feeling very proud that i created something and that's that's for, you know the dopest part of that is that you still have it somewhere and i would say definitely find where that somewhere is before you lose it and keep it in a safe place that you can look back on and cherish and you know who knows give it to your kids one day and uh just look back on it. it's it's really cool to have a piece of of your childhood like that especially if it's tied to a specific passion that you have for something like like uh in this example like writing i remember the when i was in like eighth or ninth eight or nine years old um and i mentioned this uh in the past so for those of you that have heard this already bear with me i'm sorry but it's pretty fitting to this this response in the questionnaire The first story, short story that I ever wrote, I was like eight or nine years old. And I remember it was, it was a a cross between like an army movie and Encino Man. And it was called The Thousand-Year-Old Soldier. And I wrote it in a black and white marble notebook. And um, the premise was a soldier got trapped under an avalanche and turned into a block of ice. And then when he thawed out... Uh, He realized that a thousand years had passed and he was in the future. And I don't remember much else aside from that, but I do remember, I remember writing it and I remember obviously the premise of it and, and even the notebook that I wrote it in. And I remember putting it, I had this metal metallic box that had this fugazi little, little key lock on it. And I remember keeping it there. And I used to use that box and, you know, store my, quote unquote, private stuff in there and top secret stuff, you know, I'm fucking eight or nine years old. And uh, long story short, I stopped using the box. It was like in the basement somewhere or wound up like in a, I don't even know where it wound up. But um, fast forward to years later, we moved and everything. I found that, that box in the garage and um i remember like when i saw it when i found it like i remembered right away of like the book and the short story and just like stuff that i had in there i was like oh shit i can't believe this box still like exists i had completely forgotten about it and i went to it i opened it and it was full of like my father's tools and shit like that and i never got to like see the book again but it would have been pretty dope if i had so imagine that story, your version of, and you actually finding and still having that that uh, picture book now. And that's a much happier thing than finding a, a bunch of screwdrivers and stuff in this place. But yeah, find that. The next... Uh, question is, what inspired you to write or create? And the response was, I find that I always have a muse. Sometimes that muse is a person. Sometimes it's emotion itself. I use them all to fuel my writing. And I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, inspiration strikes very randomly, very sporadically. Um, sometimes just very intentionally. And yeah I'm I'm the exact same way I could hear a song that that inspires me to write I could hear a quote in a movie um and that concept of, of the muse is just like you know you need to physically get yourself to a pen and paper or you know a keyboard and let it flow through you and onto the screen or onto the page and I'm completely with you on that the next question is, what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? And the response is, I'm an avid reader. I read hardcover books and listen to Audible. I am constantly reading all different types of books, and that is something I'm trying to do more and more of, um, especially as I've gotten into into writing. Obviously, um, they kind of go hand in hand. And believe it or not uh, Reading is something that I used to fucking hate Very much so Never used to read at all And uh, now I really enjoy it I'm just not the best reader there is out there But definitely enjoy Enjoy the process And um, uh, Audiobooks are dope too For uh, that Helping out with a few few books that Were kind of like dense and like tough to, to Like read And that I really enjoyed the audiobooks of like uh what was it Republic Lost by Lawrence Lessig and also one of my favorite books uh Mastery by Robert Greene and those were were pretty dope and you guys should check definitely check out audio audiobooks if you haven't or like if you're in that kind of like gray area that you like you want to you know get exposed to certain things that you want to read but you really don't like make the time like for it and and stuff like that, Um, definitely check out audiobooks. I have to download more of them, actually. Um, Let's see. The next question is, how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? And the response is, that's tough. When I do feel... I'm sorry. That's tough. When I do not feel inspired, I draw on other people's energy. I send out questions on social media that will strike chords of emotion in people. This works well for me. And that's a that's a really good idea. That's kind of I guess that's kinda of like what this questionnaire is like for me. That's like my version of is sending out this questionnaire and and it helps spark, you know, the you know the recording of this podcast, for example, which which has always been kind of like a... Uh, like a closed loop, right? The podcast makes me want to write or motivates me to write, you know, keeps me honest, keeps me writing, and vice versa. Writing gives me content for the podcast and it's kind of like a circle that purposely is set up to motivate me to push me in the direction of where I want to be with both writing and podcasting. And that's a that's a really good idea with the uh asking questions of, like on social media and just getting like different feedback um from different people this person actually as well as the other person that uh the other person didn't choose to remain anonymous, but this one did so that's why I'm just saying this person um I met through or quote unquote met through uh cyberdust, which is uh more Cubans like social texting service thing that that he started or that he's a part of and um uh it's pretty interesting i'm getting i'm getting used to the the i don't know the the format of it uh is that the right word for it the i'm getting used to using it basically but um it's i hear it's similar to like snapchat but snapchat i've never used um except this is does not give you an option to like save uh like Snapchat supposedly gives you the option to like save you know the chats or whatever um Cyberdust does not and Cyberdust as a company does not have like any servers or anything like that so somebody sends you a message or a blast like they call or a dust um a dust would be like a DM and a blast would be like a post um and when people see it or read it, uh once they open it, the clock starts, and it's a certain amount of seconds before it disappears, and it's not stored on any other servers or anything like that uh which would i would imagine means like low overhead for them, I guess, but um uh yeah, that's the whole concept of it. it's like truly you know nah nobody's reading your shit type of type of forum. And that's where I met both of these people. So, yeah, I definitely get that, you know, sending stuff out through social media to, you know, spark conversation and interest and stuff like that. And draw on people's energy. And the final question of the questionnaire is, do you have any advice for other writers or creators, whether they're new, seasoned or otherwise? And the response was, write your heart people can tell if you're not writing from the very depths of your soul if you always write for that you will always touch someone and that was my favorite response to your questionnaire and i couldn't agree more and you know you had how do i say this you know sometimes like with stuff that i write i'm Kind of like You know that feeling of Nobody's gonna get this except for me Or Or this isn't good enough for anybody else To to read and and stuff like that And a lot of the time it is Don't get me wrong (laughs) But um In terms of my stuff But um As long as it's coming From that place From that like genuine real place It's gonna reach somebody It's gonna touch somebody and you have no way of gauging who it does and who it doesn't uh, touch. And I, you know, I've written about this in in certain free writing posts, and um, the quote unquote announcement that um, I'm going to tell you guys about right after the next questionnaire. I get into it in there as well, um, but I think it's your responsibility as a creator, as a writer specifically, to just let the thing out let it out and allow it to if allow it to have the chance of reaching and touching someone and um, if it does great and if it doesn't it at least meant that to you and it was therapeutic in that way for you Um, and you are someone too right Uh, so yeah thank you very much Uh, person that shall remain anonymous per your request and I really appreciate you taking the time to fill out the survey, the questionnaire, and um, it was a great one. Thank you very much. And we have one more questionnaire. Like I told you guys, this one, uh, let me just make sure this person said it does not matter uh, in terms of them remaining anonymous or not. And if you choose that, I'm going to say who you are. (laughs) And this person is Amy Marcello. So, Amy, thank you in advance for taking the time. Question number one of the survey. Relating to your craft, do you remember the first thing that you ever wrote or created? And Amy's response was, Before I could write, my mom used to have me tell her a story, and she would write down everything I said, word for word, even when it didn't make sense. The stories were usually about birds or animals, that like to play and sometimes get into trouble it is nice looking back and reading the grammatically incorrect details to a young and very vivid imagination and i thought that that when i when i read the questionnaire when i received it i thought that was like such a dope idea i was actually going to tell my brother to do that with my niece when she gets old enough um When she's actually making like sense Cause now she's You know Barely A month out from her Not even a month out of her one year Birthday so she's still like speaking gibberish And stuff like that And she knows how to say cat and no Um but definitely when she starts making sense That would be a pretty cool A pretty cool idea to To do something like this And um have her create stories and write them down And give them to her in the future And it's really dope that that Your mother did that for you And um, kind of planted that seed of Of creating stories I guess for you Which is really really cool Definitely a different A different version of Reading your kids bedtime stories right Allow them to create their own That seems pretty cool It's definitely something I would want to do Thanks for sharing that and the next question is, what inspires you to write or create? And Amy's response is, emotional reactions to anger, heartbreak, empathy, revelations, and aha moments. And yeah, tying into the previous uh questionnaire that I read, it's, you know, inspiration literally comes from anything and everything and anywhere. And I guess in Amy's case she seems to be more of the uh it comes from places of like heightened emotion Uh, whether it's like empathy or heartbreak like she says or anger uh, or revelations and aha moments those are like peaks in emotion right but it's awesome that you can take any of those emotions from it like any of those peaks and channel them into creating uh which is key which is awesome because all that emotion all that that rawness all that realness comes out in your writing how much of it comes out is obviously completely up to you and it's something that as like writers and creators that's what we're We're molding and shaping and honing and fine tuning, right? Um, but it's definitely dope to have that ability to steer it in that direction. The next question is What is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? And she wrote, I love to dance, and that's pretty cool. Um, I actually do not love to dance. I'm probably like the worst Dominican ever. And my people are very, very Alegre, happy, dancy type people. Um and I'm very much so not more of the introverted, quiet, leave me alone uh persuasion. <laughs> but I do I could dance, not well or anything like that. I'm no I'm no fucking um Patrick Swayze and dirty dancing. But um, I know how to dance, and you know, the once every every fucking leap year when I I do get the itch to dance, I'll like dance my ass off at that one party, and then you know never dance again for for years to come. So I definitely get the the appeal of it. Um, when I when I you know look back and think of like those specific moments when I've enjoyed it, um. And you know, dancing in itself is like very creative and very free, very, very flowy. Um, you know, you follow certain um uh preset rules, I guess, and steps in certain types of dancing. Um if you're just doing I don't know. Not all, I guess, but but yeah, I see I see that I, I see that connection. It's pretty dope. It's pretty cool. The next question is how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? And Amy responded, I try to find a quiet place without distraction. Sometimes music helps, but other times I need complete silence. And that's in, that, that was interesting to me because I'm, I don't know, I guess, I guess it depends on the mood, on my mood, because, and, you know, judging from your response, I guess it's the same for you like sometimes you need complete silence and sometimes music you know some sort of of like background like white noise um kind of gets you going and I wonder from reading it if from reading your response Amy if you mean that let's say you don't want to write you don't cuz this is what I meant by the question which you know if you didn't get that um that's completely my fault for the way it's worded but when you're supposed to write l- l- which should be like all the time right if you're into writing um, how do you get yourself to physically get up and go sit down and write and if I, I don't know I guess I'm not sure if that's what you you meant by your response But if you meant that you could literally like, you know, turn off the TV, make everything quiet, and then that gets you in the mood to write, that's fucking amazing. That's like a switch, like an on switch that you have there that you've, you know, disciplined and trained yourself to do. Um, So it's kind of like, because I kind of feel like the answer that you gave is kind of after you get yourself to write. You just have to you know after you have you sat down and you kind of made that push in the direction of writing that you kind of um then have to like shut everything off and then you know so shit could start flowing and you could start start writing um but yeah it's that's like the toughest part for for all of us, and I think that's a pretty well known and understood you know similarity amongst writers that you know just actually sitting down and doing the work is that's the hard part like getting yourself getting that push of motivation and inspiration to go and actually physically do the work and lastly the last question of the last questionnaire that we have for the day is Do you have any advice for other writers or creators, whether they're new, seasoned, or otherwise? And Amy responded, Writing is the easy part. Don't let rejection letters be the demise of your passion. There are so many resources and directions to explore. The internet can allow your writing to touch any audience you want, and I think finding that in today's world is where you'll find the most value and have the most impact. And I could not agree with you more. Again, Amy, thank you very much for taking the time to fill out the questionnaire. That was a very, very dope response. And kind of the perfect segue to the announcement that I said, I uh, told you guys last week that I would have for you this week, um, which I'm not where I want to be with it, but I'm in enough Uh, into it where I could announce it to one, light a fire under my ass to make sure I get it done and two, keep my word of having an announcement for you guys. So, (laughs) uh, like I said, uh, like Amy said in this last response, uh, writing is the easy part. Don't let rejection letters be the demise of your passion. There are so many resources and directions to explore. I... I'm in the process of self publishing my first book. And that's the announcement. Ta-da. The Spun Today Questionnaire response filled out by Amazon best selling author Joshua Robertson. And Joshua is someone that I found on YouTube. Actually, he has a couple YouTube channels. The one that I've seen a handful of videos of that I find helpful, uh, I link to in the episode notes. Uh, He is, like I said, a fantasy author, an Amazon best-selling fantasy author. And he has a bunch of helpful videos online uh, related to writing, like, for example, where to get reviews Uh, that I've watched or or why to join a writer uh, community how to characterize your characters uh, learn from your fears like stuff like that that um, that resonated with me a bunch of stuff that he's uh, shared and spoken about and he took the time to fill out the sponsored questionnaire for us and I appreciate that very much and I'm going to share his responses with you guys now question one Relating to your craft, do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created? And Joshua responded, The first story I remember creating was a horror story around the age of nine. Damn, that's awesome. (laughs) That's that's how you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing when it's something that you were doing when you were nine. Uh, He continues and says, The story focused on a group of kids going into a haunted house on Halloween. I continued to write short stories throughout the age of 15 and then finally completed my first novel at 17. Damn, that's awesome. At 17, I was trying to figure out like what worked better between Noxzema and Neutrogena or something like that. So that's really cool that that, uh, Joshua was able to do that at 17. Question number two, what inspires you to write or create? And Joshua responds... My ideas are primarily inspired by dreams I have had uh throughout my life. My bestseller, Melkorka, was completely based off of a dream I had in 2013. And that's really cool to hear because like I've told you guys in the past, there's um that that again I've picked up from from different uh writing podcasts and, and blogs and stuff like that. The a a tip uh I guess given by by a lot of writers is to have a sleep journal, Um, you know, sleep with like a book or or something that you could write in um, next to your bed. And like when you wake up, just jot things down. Uh, I spent uh, a long time like having certain ideas and then thinking that I'm going to remember them and, you know, being too lazy to write them down. And then the next day I'm like, fuck, I had such a good idea and, you know, completely, you know, it's gone. So um, that's a tactic. If, If you guys can't remember your dreams, use that. I use that on two occasions. So far, uh, because I don't dream that often, or at least not anything that I have felt worthy of like turning into a story. But I've written two short stories, including the one that I still owe you guys that I'm still working on, um, that I told you guys about, uh, but one that I did put on the website called Chopper City. Uh, located at SpunCity.com forward slash short stories, Chopper City. That was a story completely uh, that came to me like in a dream. Um, and, you know, I did an episode of uh, like the Chopper City audiobook uh version uh, of the podcast where I go into the details of explaining where that story came from, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, it's cool to hear that um, Josh was able to turn a dream into a bestseller. And the title of that book again is Mel Korka. I'm going to link also to Josh's Amazon uh, or like book page uh, so you guys can check out his books as well. You can find that in the episode notes. Uh, question number three uh, What is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? And Josh wrote, I have another YouTube channel based around my business called Goblin Horde. And that's spelled G-O-B-L-I-N for Goblin and Horde, H-O-R-D-E. I am lucky to have a hobby where I can be a nerd with my nerdy family and find support from a great nerdy community. And that is not the uh, uh, original uh, YouTube page. Like I told you guys, he has a a couple uh, YouTube pages. But I did check this one out since uh, Josh filled out the, the questionnaire. And it's pretty cool. I believe it's with his wife and, and children are a part of it. And uh, it's pretty cool if you're into that type of thing. Check that out. Again, it's youtube.com forward slash C forward slash goblin horde. And by C, I mean the letter C, not S-E-E or S-E-A. Uh, question four. How do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? Josh responds Rarely do I find myself not motivated to write but in those times I bribe myself with chips, salsa and coffee. <laughs> nice. Um definitely you know bribing yourself and giving yourself um uh I guess like incentives uh like that definitely has to work or could help in working. Uh, in my case I drink way too much coffee. Um for to be able to uh to bribe myself with that. As is, because then that means I would have to cut myself off to then bribe myself with it, which wouldn't work. So I'm going to have to find something else to bribe myself with. But it's definitely a good good tactic to use and um, something that I could figure out something to implement, like something that I like, you know, cut it out and then i only to give it to myself once I like complete a short story or something like that, which I'm struggling with now because it's taking so damn long to finish sometimes. Again, going back to the whole paralysis by analysis and writing and rewriting type of thing. i got to take my own advice and just put it out there, right? Uh, Okay, and the last question. Do you have any advice for other writers or creators, whether they're new, seasoned, or otherwise? And Joshua stated, join a writing community and build real relationships. That's something that I saw in one of your videos, uh, Josh, and I have begun... A little bit I can't say like really actively um, uh, but I joined a couple like Facebook writing groups and uh, definitely have to look into into that uh, more deeply it's logical advice it makes sense you know surround yourself with uh, people that you want to uh, be around and learn from and learn with and etc and that is Joshua's responses to the sponsored questionnaire which is available to any and all creatives at sponsor.com forward slash questionnaire. The same five questions you can uh, fill out your responses to and be part of a future episode of the podcast. Joshua Robertson, again, his Twitter, his YouTube page, as well as uh, Amazon book page will be linked to in the episode notes. And Josh, thanks for taking out the time to fill out the questionnaire. Uh, the questionnaire that i told you guys about so elaine miss montana amante is my best friend's kid sister and come to think of it she probably doesn't even know that i've ever referred to her as that because it's not like i would introduce her to someone and say hey best friend's kid sister this is so-and-so hey so-and-so this is my best friend's kid sister you know what i mean so it's not like something that she would probably hear So when she hears this, she's probably going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Best friend's good sister. Um, But, yeah, it's like de cariña type of thing. Like, I have referred to her as that in the past. I don't even know when, but... I don't know. Probably, like, in passing. Like, oh, yeah, that's my best friend's good sister or whatever. Anyway. Which, by the way, I don't know why I would even call her that. Because she's, um... Like, a year younger than me. (laughs) Like, a grown-ass woman. But, whatever. Um... Shout out to Elaine. Ah. She was kind enough to fill out the spun Today questionnaire that is available to any of you folks, of you fine folks, to fill out if you are so inclined. And I will do the same exact thing that I'm doing now. And I'm going to share the responses to the those five questions, which are geared towards uh, creative types, as you guys will hear in a bit. And the point of it is to see someone else's perspective on how they approach something that they're passionate about and sometimes you get um, or I've gotten from these uh, receiving and reading these questionnaires and sharing them uh, tips such as you know wake up early and, and right before work and you know different apps to use like Evernote or or day one which is another a free app that's that's uh, pretty user-friendly and, and, like, good for writing and stuff like that. And you just get a glimpse into somebody else's process, which I think is cool and inspiring, and it kind of, like, demystifies, like, the whole thing um, for other people, which is really important to me, which is the fucking catchphrase of the podcast, right? Like, substitute the mysticism with hard work. And uh, I really appreciate whenever anybody decides to fill one of these out, And definitely appreciate Elaine doing so. So let's uh, jump in and see what she had to say. Question number one is relating to your craft. Do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created? Elaine responded, yes. A journal entry in fourth grade. My school gave all the girls journals for Christmas. That's so sexist. How about the guys? Now let me stop. That's pretty cool. Um, that reminds me of in seventh grade, we had something similar. Not, you know, we didn't get like journals or anything like that. And it definitely wasn't the first thing I ever wrote. But the my seventh grade English teacher, which um, is part of the dedication section, a large part of the dedication section within um, my book Make Way For You, available now um she made us write journals in class and she called them lit logs short for literature logs and i don't remember if it was daily or or weekly or what it was but we would write them it would usually be based on something that we were reading in class and she would give us like feedback on it and i remember like the feedback she would give me was just like so elaborate and she was like so into like whatever it was that i wrote and really liked the way i i wrote and always gave me compliments and stuff like that. And, and it, it's, it's definitely, uh, boosting, um, to have that type of support from, from a teacher or from a school and stuff like that. So it's pretty, pretty dope that, that, uh, you got those journals in the fourth grade. Now this, the response to this question remind, also reminds me something that I told myself that I was going to do after Daniele Bolletti's, uh, response to, to this question in a past questionnaire and that is that the way i wrote the question was do you remember you know the first thing you wrote my assumption was in in crafting that question which clearly hasn't like permeate permeated is that people would say oh yes and what i wrote was blah 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 because um, i would love to hear that part of it so elaine tell me if you remember what it was they wrote me up and let me know. Um, and I, I definitely have to amend that question on the website. Watch me forget until the next questionnaire comes out. <laughs> All right. Question number two. What inspires you to write or create? Annie Lane wrote, people's stories, family bonds, things humans experience and think are unique to them. Pretty things, sad things. And I couldn't agree more. It's pretty much everything, right? Like different experiences that you go through, just life as life happens to you, or in spite of you, or whatever you absorb, different sparks of inspiration. I feel like that's common in in any writer that I've like followed, or 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 heard of in in interviews and stuff like that their mind is always on in that way like it's always like in it's always receptive to the type of input that would spark an idea or inspiration so they tend to get it from anything from the way the plate was you know almost fell off the edge of the table or how angry the guy was in the train that was complaining about the train being stalled or how happy the little kid seemed that you know was walking down the hallway like anything um I like the whole the things, human experience, humans experience. Are you a humanist, Miss Montana? What about Shady? What about his experiences? No, let me stop. <laughs> um, question three. What is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? And we wrote decorating, uh, creating dessert tables for parties with specific themes. I also like to watch Luke Cage, Iron First. Is it Iron First or Iron Fist? Iron First, The Boondocks, Family Guy, and The Magicians. Um, I know Eileen was into decorating. I was I didn't know she was into the whole um, creating dessert tables, parties, and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Because actually, my sister in law um, is into that type of shit too. You guys should. I think you guys have met before. Um, but yeah, she's like heavy into that now, so it'd be cool to like connect you two, I guess. Um, and she's learning how to make like Dominican cakes and all types of shit like that. the The decorating, if I'm not mistaken, Elaine decorated for her father's uh, retirement dinner that that we all went to, uh, which was dope and everything was was beautifully done and very very tasteful very elegant and modern slash bohemian-y type of thing. So it's really cool. It's it's like a different type of creative outlet. Um, That's not just watching TV like everything else here on the list. (laughs) Um, Luke Cage, I heard, is is dope. I heard it's good. And I got to check that out. I haven't heard of any of the other ones. I think I've heard of the Boondocks, Um, but I'm not sure what that is. Uh, family Guy, obviously, I know what that is. I watch it sometimes, too. My wife is into that. And, um yeah, I haven't heard of the other ones. All right, next. How do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? And Elaine responded, I don't. Herein lies my issue. And this is something, as she knows, that I've busted her chops about in the past. Not that I'm on some fucking... Um, I'm trying to sound like preachy or or like be on my high horse, like oh I write and I'm the most consistent person ever and blah blah blah, because I'm far from it. If you guys saw my I tweet out and and post on my Patreon page the the amount that I write per month, so I have a calendar right above my cal- my computer here, and I every, for every day I either put a check mark or an X mark. All the check marks represent days that I've written all the X marks represent the days that I did not write. And I keep a ongoing tally. I've been doing this for about a year and a half for every month or probably two years. For every month, I have like an Excel spreadsheet and I have everything like mapped out and broken down into percentages. And last month I wrote, and I'll give you guys an exact number, on only 12 of the 31 days in March. So 12 days I wrote, 19 days I did not. That is a 38.7% completion rate in terms of the goal of, you know, trying to write every day. And so I'm far from perfect. So I'm definitely not coming from that type of, you know, do what I do type of thing. But I do come, I am coming from, I do get on her about it because like we've spoken about writing a lot in the past and, and and it's probably Elaine's probably like one of the first people to ever like read anything that I wrote, and we I remember we used to give each other like little writing assignments, which was really cool for just a like exercise your writing muscle chops. Um, just give your yourselves like a a task, like a, a topic to write about, and just write like little paragraphs or a short story or whatever. Like I remember a cool one that that she gave me was. Look at somebody on the train when you're commuting to work tomorrow and write something about them. Like write, you know, what you think their life is about or, or where they're going or whatever. And I wrote like a little, like a mini short story about this kid that I saw on the train that looked like young, probably like fresh out of high school or, or maybe college. And he had like a suit on and he looked nervous and I wrote this like whole little short story about him going to his first job interview and being nervous about it and how he was like all in his head and didn't even notice the girl next to him that was trying to flirt with him. And like I made all this stuff up, but it it like exercised that like writing muscle, you know what I mean? So we used to do like shit like that and like email it to each other and comment on each other, uh, on each other's stuff. And, and I really, really like Elaine's writing. I really enjoyed it, which is why... I, like, tell her to write more often and stuff like that. And um, the place that I am coming from is that, like, you know, through, you know, creating this podcast and, and setting, setting certain goals, writing goals, like, trying to write it every day, even though it's a lofty goal that I haven't hit yet. I think my highest accuracy was, like, actually accuracy percentage was, like, 70-something percent of the days that I actually wrote um, within a given month. But just like setting those certain goals, it's kind of like the whole aim for the moon and if you miss, you land amongst the stars type of thing. It's like you're taking steps in the direction at least, you know, you're not just not writing at all. And um, you have to make certain like practical tweaks, I feel, um, that definitely come in handy and what came in handy for me when I was you know struggling trying to like either wait for inspiration to hit me to write which never happened and then you know writing at night when I was also trying to uh which I did for a long time like just staying up late at like until like one two three in the morning and writing um and then I would feel the repercussions of that the next day and I'd be just like even more grouchy than I normally am with my fucking like grouchy persona and just like out of it and not feeling well and like stuff like that. And and then I got the tip of a a another writer that filled out uh, this question in the past. And he was like um, that he wakes up at 530 in the morning. You know, he has a regular nine to five day job. He wakes up at 530 in the morning, writes for an hour or two and doing that for, you know, a couple years at a time and like in a dedicated way. He, like, self-published, like, two or three novels or something like that. And a lot of people start out that way. Joanna Penn, which has a successful podcast and has a very interesting business model, which I would, um, which is a more realistic one to me to, like, uh, in terms of pursuing it. Like, she has multiple revenue streams in terms of speaking engagements and podcasting and writing books. And, uh, she writes also both fiction and nonfiction, which I try to do, and, um, like she worked a, a day job for six years while simultaneously doing a podcast and writing books before she was able to generate enough from, um, the writing books and podcasting and, and, you know, her, her authorpreneur, I think it is that she calls it or some like marketing word like that, um, before she was able to like quit her job and just live off of that like full time. And then eventually her husband was able to quit his job and help her with her business. And it's something that, that snowballs over time or that could snowball over time, but it definitely won't. If you just don't like put in that work or make that decision. And it was like one, probably one of the hardest decisions like for my lazy ass. Cause I can't wake up for shit in the mornings at all especially while i was in that rut of you know going to sleep madly if i'm going to sleep like at two three in the morning like trying to writing and then trying to make that switch to okay tomorrow i'll wake up at 5 30 and then from there i'll start and it's like nah shit won't happen that way like i had to spend a couple weeks of like forcing myself because then i'm like wired at night and i can't like go to sleep that easily so it took like weeks of like trying to force myself to go to sleep at at 12 and then 11 and then 10 and then between ten and eleven to then when I wake up at, at uh five thirty, which I do now, it um, it doesn't impact me as much. And then by then you kind of like flip it a little bit. You wake up that early, um, you do some writing, you know, it could be half an hour, it could be forty five minutes, an hour, like whatever. It doesn't have to be like you need five hours before work or something, you know, you just something. And um, just let it snowball. Um, and then by the time the next day comes around and it is ten eleven o'clock at night, you're like naturally tired and you want to go to bed anyway. You know what I mean? And if that type of thing doesn't work for you, then figure out, um, some, we all have, we all have, to, all have 24 hours in the day, right? We all have different responsibilities, family responsibilities, work responsibilities. And other people are able to get it done so which means that you can too like nobody's situation is completely unique in the sense that they can't you know schedule their time in a way that would be, would benefit them you could block out for yourself uh you know 30 minutes a day or 30 minutes five days a week or whatever it is even if it's on a saturday okay let's say saturdays you sleep in or something and wake up at 11 wake up at ten thirty, and write for half an hour or Sundays, or you know, whatever Sunday's night, Sunday nights between seven and eight, you know, cut out, you know, give up fucking Iron Iron first. It sounds whack anyway. Give that one up and, and write for an hour whenever that, whenever you normally watch that shit. And like, it has to be you have to balance it that way, but definitely, I would want to like see more of that. And that would be like my advice, I guess, like my take on that. Not that you really ask for it, but. There it is, anyway. (laughs) And lastly, do you have any advice for other writers or creators, new, seasoned, or otherwise? And Eileen wrote, spend time traveling. Inspiration will come. I absolutely agree with the whole traveling thing. I think the more we experience and the more inputs we get, um, the better it is for us. It's like uh, taking in ammunition, that we use to like explode within our creative selves. Uh, The inspiration will come. I agree with to a certain extent, but as long as we're not only waiting for inspiration to come, as I pointed out, like with the last question, it's kind of like, we got to like meet it halfway type of thing and don't just wait on it. And um, that's pretty much it. That is Elaine's feedback. Elaine Almonte, thank you again. Elo B very very much, really appreciate it. And um, anybody else that wants to wants to give some feedback on it, hit us up. You guys know uh, how to reach me. And uh, yeah, thanks again. Best friends' kid sister, aka Elaine, aka Cole, aka Miss Montana, aka Ah, aka What up though? All right, that's enough. And that's the episode, folks. I hope you enjoyed the questionnaires. And again, if you want to fill out your own, feel free to go to spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire and share your takes on those exact same questions. Now, if you've been enjoying the Spunt Today podcast, there are several ways that you can help support it. One of the ways is by signing up to my weekly newsletter. It's called the Midday Monday Boost Letter because I send it every Monday at noon when most of us are needing a bit of a boost to get through probably the roughest day of the week. In this short email, I include five things, um, all of which are things that I'm into. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably things that you're into as well. It's a photo of the week, a podcast of the week, a podcast pick, you know, a dope podcast I listen to that I want to share with you guys that I think you can gain something from. A video of the week which could be anything from a TED talk to a cool interview that I listened to a music video battle rap anything a comedy bit etc and it also includes a quote of the week as well as as well as a word of the week so if you're interested uh, you can check out actually previous previously sent newsletters at spun forward slash subscribe and right there is exactly where you can subscribe to it if you choose to and it's 100 percent free and if after getting a couple you're not into it you can unsubscribe at any time another way to help support me in the podcast is by checking out my book it's called make way for you tips on getting out of your own way If you enjoy the free writing, that's on my website at sponse.com forward slash free writing. The book is comprised of more of that. It's that style of writing, that stream of consciousness, motivational, inspirational type of writing. And, you know, hence the tagline tips for getting out of your own way. And it's pretty much a book that came together after years and years of free writing. And I decided to, to put it out. Um, in this form and it's available in paperback if you uh, check it out on amazon you can order a paperback copy of it or um, in ebook format which you can order wherever ebooks are sold whether it be kindle ibooks kobo etc feel free to hit me up also if you want a free copy of the book i can shoot you over a copy um, all you have to do is go to spun forward slash books and enter your your email address there, and I'll send you over a free copy. Also, on that landing page, you will also find uh, audio excerpts of the book that you can listen to, uh, just to get a a taste of what it is, what it's about, as well as um, some more descriptions about it. So check that out at spuntoday.com forward slash books. I have some photography on my website at spuntoday.com forward slash photography feel free to check that out and all pictures are downloadable for free it's pretty much pictures of cool shit that i've taken and put up on my website you know what i was thinking actually recently in terms in within the realm of photography a lot of the pictures i, t- I take they are i i've noticed they're like you know it's a, it's during nice weather you know you don't want to take out a nice camera while it's like raining or snowing and stuff like that um but i actually prefer the rain like i love rainy weather the snow is dope too you know with the exception of having to like drive in it and shit like that um but just being in that weather i should i should try to take figure out a way you know maybe attach a an umbrella or something like that to my camera <laughs> and uh, try to figure out a way to practically um take photos in that in that weather that's going to be like a little side summer project for myself actually Uh, another way that you can help support the podcast is by rating and reviewing the podcast Um, a big way that podcasts uh, become known um, is by people such as yourself listeners fellow listeners uh, rating and reviewing it whether you listen on wh- whatever platform that you do listen to the podcast on i would definitely appreciate it because it helps people you know the more it gets rated the higher it goes up on lists and it gets featured and more people see it and get put onto it you know feel free to tell your friends and family about it etc and the podcast is now on many 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 platforms including but not limited to itunes stitcher TuneIn, iheartradio Pocket Casts, Overcast, Player FM, Google Play, YouTube, Tumblr and PodBay. It's also available on YouTube, which I would appreciate if you guys subscribe and check out the YouTube channel. Something cool that I've been doing lately on the YouTube channel, uh, the Spun Today YouTube channel is I take, uh, you know, there's several. Episodes where I speak about a, a bunch of different topics, and what I do instead of uh, forcing you to listen to the you know entire hour, hour and a half long episode, is on YouTube I break it down into more digestible chunks per topic. So if I spoke about three or four things in a random rant episode, for example, I would split it up into you know three or four videos, and you know I do give the option of listening to. podcast in its entirety it's actually my preferred way of listening to podcasts but i know there's some people that don't share that same preference so options are a beautiful thing and you have the option to do both on youtube listen to the entire episode or just check out you know specific chunks that uh you want to listen to again subscribe to the youtube channel and uh, check those videos out follow me on social media at spun today on both twitter and instagram and like the facebook fan page facebook.com forward slash spun today lastly two ways that you can help support the podcast financially is by one checking out all my affiliate links which are located at spun forward slash affiliate links there you can find the link to amazon which pretty much the way it works is you just click on the amazon banner it takes you to amazon's website You do your shopping like you normally do, add things to your car, buy them, and then Amazon gives me a kickback just for driving traffic towards their website. The iTunes affiliate link works the same way, and both of these do not cost you anything extra. It's just a way to to help support the podcast. There's a PayPal donation button. If you want to make a one-time donation via PayPal, feel free to do so. There are also links to the Viral Style store, which is pretty much where my where my quote-unquote merch is located and where you can purchase like coffee mugs with the Spun Today logo on it or t-shirts that I've designed. Um, which, spoiler alert, I'm no uh, Ralph Lauren or Damon John or Juju Monet. I don't even know if that's a fucking name, let alone designer, but <laughs> you get my point. It's just t-shirts that I wanted to wear uh for example, um I have a podcast verse everybody t-shirt, and so I decided to make it. there's a cool uh writing is life t-shirt that has like a uh like that beeping pulse meter behind it there's a right need every day. Which is a nod to uh, Snoop and Dr. Dre song, if I'm not mistaken. And um, yeah, check it out. They all come in all, all uh, sizes, a bunch of different colors for each. And they are a pre- pretty decent soft material. Like a cotton and I believe it's like a spandex like blend or something like that. It's pretty, it's pretty dope they're comfortable they're wearable and again you can check all that stuff out um, by clicking on the viral style link that's on my affiliate links page and the direct url would be viralstyle.com forward slash store forward slash spun today forward slash tony ortiz so if you're not going to remember all that shit just go to spun today.com forward slash affiliate links and you'll find it there lastly a big way to help support the podcast financially is by becoming a patron you can check out a small video of what patreon is what it does on my affiliate links page and basically what it is it's a way to help support the podcast on a reoccurring basis so if you enjoy the podcast at this level you can choose to become a patron and this must be heaven. After you check out that video, just to see what Patreon is all about, click on the Become a Patreon button, and it'll take you to my Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash spun today. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and there it shows you uh, four different specific ways that you can help support the podcast, so four different donation levels rather and you can donate a dollar per episode of the spun Today podcast which would literally be two dollars per month sometimes three if i if i record three episodes in one month but odds are it's usually two episodes per month um or and if you do that you are considered a quote-unquote white belt if you donate three dollars per episode which would be six dollars per month you would be a level two blue belt level three makes you a black belt and that's a five dollar per episode donation and level four makes you a kuiper belt see what i did there kuiper belt which is out of this world and it's uh eight dollar per episode donation now each level of donation does get you something back for example the dollar a month gets you a shout out on the podcast as well as a limited edition bookmark uh level two gets you everything from level one as well as a piece of free writing that i haven't posted to the public yet which is not located um on my website or anywhere else it's pretty much in my notebooks analog style Level 3 gets you everything from Level 1 and Level 2, plus it also gets you a free digital copy of all of my nonfiction books as I create them over time. And Level 4 gets you everything from Level 1, Level 2, and Level 3, as well as giving you behind-the-scenes video and digital recordings of the podcast and other moments as I create them so check it out if you guys are interested again it's at patreon dot ncom forward slash spun today again for all that good stuff if you're not sure which way you want to support the podcast but you do want to support the podcast just go to spun today.com forward slash affiliate links everything is centralized there in that one location and again i appreciate the fuck out of all you guys listening and supporting the podcast so as always just remember to substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening.